Shameless teaser, many of you have asked about mining at home. You will be happy to know I am currently putting together an episode which will hopefully address all of your questions and more. Please follow the show so you will be notified as soon as it is available. But first, it is DCA Wednesday. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. you sexy sat stackers and welcome to the latest episode of the bitcoin bulletin podcast as i alluded to in the intro i am working on a special episode for you but before we get into that it is wednesday march 9th 2022 and that means it is dca wednesday as you know we've been stacking 20 dollars with a bitcoin every wednesday since last july this is going to be our 33rd stack in this journey A real quick look at the vital statistics. Bitcoin is currently clocking in at a value of 40,690 US dollars or 2,458 Satoshis per cuck buck. It's a little bit later than usual. There's a funny story behind that, but we are currently sitting at a block height of 726,658. And one barrel of oil will currently set you back 282,915 Satoshis. Uh, we are hovering around $770 billion total market cap. And we're now uh, 41% off of the all-time high of $69,000 that Bitcoin set 119 days ago on uh, November 20th. 2021. Uh, the mempool is looking relatively clear. It says there's only, uh, well, there's only 958 transactions, which will clear in one block. So one Satoshi per byte transactions will still clear. Uh, it's saying that it will take nine sats per byte to guarantee being in the next block, but uh, with the block only half full, if it finds the block anytime soon, pretty much every transaction will clear. That all-important 24-hour transaction rate that you know I like to track is down a little bit from last week. Last week, we were at a respectable 3.45 transactions per second, and right now it's zooming along at 3.23 transactions per second. Still above that magic number of three transactions per second I like to see, so that's not too shabby. Uh, We're 1,118 blocks away from the next network difficulty adjustment, And that's looking like it's going to be a downward difficulty adjustment. We just had a downward difficulty adjustment not too long ago. The network hash rate dipped a bit. So uh, the difficulty to mine a new block decreased by 1.5%. And depending on where you get your data, we're looking at another 2.09 to 3.9% difficulty uh, decrease. And that, of course, is subject to change because we're still 1,118 blocks away. But blocks are currently averaging 10 minutes and 25 seconds per block instead of the 10 minute per block target. So 
Uh, that's a little bit slower than the, and that's a little bit slower than the 10 minutes and 13 seconds per block last Wednesday. So it is trending towards a difficulty decrease. Uh, there are possibly many reasons for why network hash rate has fallen off. Ukraine has been known to be a, a, a country that had a lot of mining capacity. It wouldn't be surprising at all if some of that was destroyed in all the shelling and bombing that's going on there. Uh, or hopefully some of those miners have left the country with the refugees. I know if I were fleeing and I were a miner, that would be definitely one of the quote-unquote valuables that I would be taking with me, uh, although they're not quite as easy to pack up and move as um, as they as would be nice, you know, when you're just fleeing with the clothes on your back and your family. Funny story, uh, <clears throat> it is barely still Wednesday the 9th here where I'm recording this episode, but ironically, I almost got this episode out a day early. I was working on um, a project and I got so distracted, all of a sudden I found myself in a panic thinking it was Wednesday and that I wasn't going to get this stack done on time. And uh, I realized, wait a minute, it's only Tuesday. So all of a sudden I was way ahead of schedule. But then one thing led to another, and here it is, the very few remaining minutes of Wednesday the 9th. So we're going to make this one short but sweet so we can get our stack on and we can get it done on Wednesday as promised. Uh, and to do that stack, as usual, we're going to use the Cash App. Uh, we've been using the Cash App the entire time we've been stacking. All 33 stacks will have been purchased on the Cash App. Uh, Cash App may or may not be available for you where you're at. It might not be the best choice for you, but we like Cash App because it's really easy to use. There's some other great perks that come with it. For example, the other day I went out to uh, lunch at my favorite barbecue joint and ended up with $2.46 worth of sats back for using the Cash App Boost uh, that was available for using my Cash App debit card. Uh, and you can add money to your Cash App instantly, so I didn't even have money in my Cash App. Got the bill, added the amount that I needed, gave them my Cash App card, got $2 and some odd cents worth of sats just for the lunch I was going to buy anyway. So that's pretty cool. Um, but you pick your favorite app. And the important thing with dollar cost averaging is that you pick an amount and you pick a time frame and you're consistent about it. For those of you listening for the first time or not 100% familiar with what DCA or dollar cost averaging is, dollar cost averaging is an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals, regardless of price. Like we said, we chose $20 and we chose Wednesdays. You pick an amount that's suitable for you. We chose $20 for two reasons. First, because for most of the people listening, that is a very small amount of money. It's obviously way less than I spent on lunch. Um, so most people should be able to come up with 20 bucks. Although, for some people, $20 is a lot of money to come up with. Maybe rolling quarters or recycling aluminum cans to come up with your 20 bucks. Um, but it's a number that should be attainable even for, for people that are in a place where $20 is a lot of money. Uh, and the other reason I chose that number is because every day on Twitter or Reddit, I see somebody asking, is it too late to get into Bitcoin? I only have a hundred bucks or I only have such and such dollars. Um, what's the, you know, is, is it even worth, is it even worth investing? And part of what I'm trying to show with this experiment here is that even, even investing as little as $20, uh, we've stacked a decent number of sats. 
So um, again, this is just a grand experiment, and it is not infer- uh, this is not uh, investment advice. I am just testing out the theory of DCA, and um, while it's way too early to judge because dollar cost averaging and investing in Bitcoin is a long term strategy. Uh, I think we've already shown that even at just twenty dollars a, a week, uh, it's definitely been worth it. All right, so let's get back to it. I'm going to open up the handy dandy cash app. I don't keep any money on the app, so I'm going to add money. Enter twenty dollars, and voila! Because I have my debit card linked to the cash app, I have twenty bucks already sitting there, ready to spend. Click on the little Bitcoin logo on the bottom right hand corner. And wow, Bitcoin's already started dropping since we started talking just a few minutes ago. What did I say? Bitcoin was ringing in at uh, $40,690, which was already down, I guess, from the forty-two that it peaked at earlier. But um, it says we're going to purchase 49,152 sats at a price of $39,774.58. So... Uh, that's that's one benefit of getting this done a little bit later than I intended. Instead of buying at forty two, we're buying a little over, a little under forty. Click confirm, and voila, we have just increased our stack by forty nine thousand one hundred fifty two sats, and that brings our total stack up to one million three hundred seventy thousand twenty six sats. That is currently worth five hundred forty four dollars and ninety two cents. That is down from our total of $660 that we have invested. And that is because part of dollar cost averaging is we've bought the highs and we've bought the lows. The first purchase we made all the way back on July 28th was $39,716. And then we bought all the way up. The highest we spent was $65,969. And then we bought all the way down. The lowest we actually purchased was... uh, on January 2nd, and that was at 36472 But our average purchase price now uh, has been $48,174.27. So we would not be in the green until Bitcoin goes over 48174 The cool thing is, however, our average cost basis has dropped by $128.84 by making this purchase. So um, that's cool. Um, and if Bitcoin keeps trending down, that will keep driving our average cost, pre- average cost basis down. Uh, we had been up significantly at one point in time, and then now that Bitcoin's down, we're not up. But that's not the point. The point is we've stacked uh, $544.92 worth of Satoshis, and we've done that $20 at a time. And so that's the first thing that we've learned already this early in our less than one year journey into dollar cost averaging is that even with just $20 a day, we've put away over a million sats. Uh, And so that's pretty cool. But again, if you are investing in Bitcoin, this is a long term game. Uh, If you believe in the four year cycle or the or the 210,000 block theory, uh, you know that at no point in time in history has Bitcoin been worth less on any given day than it was four years prior. So if you pick any day in history and you go back four years, Bitcoin is worth less. So if you pick any day in the past, go for four years in the future, Bitcoin is worth more. And by that theory, 
if we go four years in the future from today, regardless of what the price of Bitcoin is at today, it will be worth more. And while nobody has a crystal ball and they say past um, events are no guarantee of future performance, so far the four-year plan has played out. And of all the wild, wacky transaction analysis, hocus pocus you've seen out there on the internet, uh, the four-year theory is the only thing that's actually held up. And there's good reason for that. Obviously, that's because the supply of new Bitcoin issued guts in half every four years with the halving. And regardless of whether you're a monetary, you know, modern monetary theorist, a Keynesian or an Austrian economist, uh, pretty much everyone agrees. I mean, even in kindergarten, you know that the, the law of supply and demand, right? If uh, Billy has two pieces of candy and there's 30 kids in the class and everybody wants it, he can pretty much trade for whatever he wants. Whereas if everybody has candy and Billy has candy, nobody's going to want to buy it from him. So uh, law of supply and demand would say that as Bitcoin gets more scarce, it gets more valuable. Or as more people get interested in Bitcoin, it gets more valuable. And we are, we obviously automatically see Bitcoin get more scarce every four years. And it the network effect and the growth of Bitcoin just naturally says that as more people get exposed to it, more people want to invest in it. Uh, and situations like what's going on in Ukraine or what happened in Canada have illustrated the use case to Bitcoin uh, for Bitcoin to millions and millions of new people. Um, so I don't see any way that demand can't continue to grow. So you put increasing demand and decreasing supply together, and it seems like a no-brainer why the 210,000 block theory or the four-year halving cycle uh, theory would continue to remain uh, in effect would continue to be true, at least for the foreseeable future. That being said, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme, and this is not gambling. If you are into Bitcoin to make a ton of money and get out, you are in the wrong game. Bitcoin is incredibly volatile, and you will get wrecked unless you are incredibly lucky and pull off a one-in-a-million investment. So that's the other reason we're DCAing is because regardless of what Bitcoin does, we are slowly but surely stacking and they say time in the markets beats timing the markets every time. That doesn't matter whether we're talking about Bitcoin or whether we're talking about stocks or whether we're talking about gold. Um, the best performing stock portfolios are of deceased individuals or people that, that had purchased stock a long, long time ago and completely forgot about it and haven't messed with it. The more you tinker with things, the more likely you are to FOMO uh, and end up buying high and selling low. But if you just keep stacking or buy and hold over the long term, uh, number go up. And uh, that's not just true of Bitcoin, especially with inflation out of control. All commodities, all assets are going up in dollar terms, whether that's because um, an asset's becoming more valuable like Bitcoin or just the dollar, U.S. dollar is becoming less valuable uh, because of the fact that we've just printed so much of it. And the dollar looks like it's well on its way to losing its reserve world reserve currency status. So that is neither here nor there. We are here to test out the theory of dollar cost averaging, and we have done so. Hopefully, this has been entertaining for you, and you have done so as well. Um, and we will hopefully see you before next Wednesday, because as I alluded to, I am working on a, a special podcast to answer people's questions about mining at home and maybe a few other interesting topics that I want to want to get addressed. But at the bare minimum, 
We're going to keep stacking this Wednesday and every Wednesday until Bitcoin goes to the moon, Bitcoin goes to zero, or you just get bored and keep listening. So until next time, you keep stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers.